Good morning, everybody. Hey, welcome to uh, Monday, September 19th. Um, after coming off of a week of uh, not uh, not good signs on the, on the market as a whole, um, we continue to see uh, inflation spiraling out of control. And the Fed uh, meets this week with uh, what is expected to be a rise in interest rates of about three quarters of a percent. We'll talk about that and more stuff that we see and how we're continuing this downward spiral today uh, when Dave joins us here in just a few moments. Before we do that, though, let's remember that there's a lot of things in this world that you and I cannot control. However, you do have an opportunity to control the amount of risk you have in your portfolio, but you have to know, number one, how much risk you have, and number two, how much risk should you have. Those two things you have to know before you can make any corrections. Give us a call at 863-382-0037 to schedule your core retirement design phone consultation. That's 863-382-0037. Hey, we've got Dave coming up next. I'm Morning Dave, and oh yes, normally uh, I don't mind doing the financial report by myself. I always flippantly say it ends up giving me a chance to actually use my education, but for the past few days, it has not been pleasant because I haven't had a lot of good news to tell you. That's why I'm so darn glad to have Philip Statler back on the line with us because, well, heck, I need somebody to pass the buck on to. Philip from Statler Financial Services is here. Are you ready to take the blame, Philip? Hey, not me, man. Not me. I left you in charge, and uh, well, you know that's uh, that. Evidently, that wasn't a good thing. Uh, no, last week was kind of El Stingo, and Friday was no better. Lost another half a percent on the Dow on Friday, three quarters of a percent on the Standard and Poor's, and nine tenths of a percent on the Nasdaq. The only good news is for the first few couple of weeks of the month, you and I were just kind of assuming, and we didn't bother to check, that the Federal Reserve meeting was going to be in the last week of the month, like they usually do. No, it's tomorrow and Wednesday, and at the very least, we're going to get the bad news, whatever the bad news is earlier than I was honestly expecting it, and uh, I think I'm glad because you did some math on what happened last week, and uh, boy, the indexes were really El Stinko, weren't they? They, they really were. Looking at, and this is not a, an exact number, but I ran the rough numbers for the NASDAQ, and the NASDAQ was down approximately, give or take, 6.5% last week. Um, wow. Yeah, yeah, big number. And they are actually, um, I saw somewhere, let's see if I can see it. I don't see it here, but um, the, and the S&P 500 was down five and three quarters percent. So, um, you know, some, some big, really some big drops when we look at that. Um, Absolutely. And, and I know and somewhere I saw the, the blue, NASDAQ the, was down about, about 26% year to date. Yeah, and the blue chips weren't faring a whole heck of a lot better. The big gossip on Wall Street on Friday was that uh, FedEx put out guidance saying that they were going to be like half a billion dollars short on revenue on their guidance, and uh, that pretty much had everybody in a tizzy. FedEx lost like 20% in one day. And I've got, I was telling you before we went on the air, I've got this uh, millennial columnist on one of my tip sheets uh, giving me a great big lecture about how terribly run the company is that they didn't know this. I 
kind of get a kick out of a 30-year-old telling me how badly run a Fortune 500 company is with the track record that FedEx has. But points taken, they really were off the mark in terms of guessing what was going to happen, didn't they? They really are. And, and I guess my tip, she said, it's the biggest ever one day decline for them. So, um, yeah, and, and I was telling somebody else today, yesterday that, um, you know, that FedEx is a, is a leading indicator, right? Because they they have, you know, obviously they missed that one, but but that's because things have been very fluid and things are changing very rapidly. And so it makes it hard to guess where you're going to be at the end of the quarter. And this just shows you how fast things are starting to pull back. Absolutely. And yeah, your point's taken. FedEx is almost like home construction is a bellwether of what other industries are doing. If their expectation is things are going to go downhill that fast, that implies everything from uh, internet retail shipping to business shipping to legal activities where, you know, you need an absolutely positively delivery and all of that. That's kind of a cross-section of the economy that depends upon FedEx. And while they aren't a major part of any company's budget, you put it all in aggregate. And that's a pretty doggone good canary in a coal mine, isn't it? It, it really is, Dave. And, you know, that UPS, you know, those guys, they they see what's being transported around. And and that kind of gives you an idea when it comes to retail and what other people are doing. Absolutely. I didn't watch this, but you noticed that one of the dinosaurs in the tech industry, NCR, uh, had a similar experience as well, haven't they? They did. On Friday, they were down something over 20%, down another 1% plus today. Um, and that's on a, a just a downgrade, right? Morgan Stanley downgraded them from, from overweight to equal weight. Um, the other thing they said is that I, I guess the NCR announced um, that they are s- separating themselves into two companies. Um, and that's, I didn't that's know a, there was enough left of NCR to separate, quite frankly. I, I'm not even 100% sure what the company does anymore. Yeah, yeah, I'm not sure either, and I'm not sure what those two individual companies are going to do. Um, but, but Morgan Stanley said that's going to unlock some value, so that was some good news, but not enough to uh, make up for the downgrade. Absolutely. And again, we're looking at a Monday, so we're looking at very, very little in terms of government economic news, and we're kind of divining what we see off of the general mood of the marketplace. Uh, With the uh, Fed meeting starting tomorrow and then 2 p.m. on Wednesday, we're going to have a case of the jitters without a doubt, and that jitter is even translating over into some uh, other more esoteric things like Suddenly, Bitcoin is tanking again. I mean, I was kind of getting used to them being a little over 20,000. I'm looking at them down almost as much as any stock this morning, aren't they? They, they, they really are, Dave. They're down substantially. Um, you know, they're right now they're at 18,773, down four and three quarters percent. So a, a really big drop. I mean, that, you know, they've been, you know, kind of flirting around with that 19,000 number and then bouncing back up to the, you know, low 20s and then coming back down. So um, it, it continues to be a, a fluid situation when it comes to uh, crypto, uh, no doubt. And it's uh, no, and no, no bit less fluid when you start looking at the old conventionals, the government bonds. You and I were talking about it. I mentioned on Friday that we had like a 40 basis point inversion between the two-year and the 30-year Treasury notes. And we're always taking that as a harbinger of uh, impending recession. And uh, that gap between the two is back again. We've still got our interest rate inversion going on this morning, don't we? 
Yeah, we do. And it's still about 40 basis points. So we've got the two-year almost uh, uh, 3.95%, and the 30 years trading at 3.52. So, um, you know, there is a big difference between the two. You, and you got the 12-month, the one year at, at 4% as well. It's it's getting strange right now. It looks like the sweet spot as far as uh, as far as the lower rates, as far as the treasury bills are concerned, is the five year. Because I always figured that's kind of what the uh, smart money figures, the uh, shake up time is going to take, and that's where they put their money for that purpose. Right near five year has the uh, has about the lowest numbers. Nope, take it back. Ten year just tick below that. Ten year is still the uh, lowest interest rate among the bunch. That's the one that they're currently buying the most. It looks like. Yeah, they are because it's down below three and a half. It's uh, uh, other than the three month, it's the only thing below three and a half. <laughs> Which gives you an idea that even the smart money doesn't know for sure where we're going. Has there been any uh, conventional wisdom things that you've written as far as what the market is expecting the Federal Reserve to do last week before you left town for a couple of days? I'd set off of the consumer inflation. Over a 1% jump wouldn't shock me too much. I'm kind of seeing 1% as being very likely at this point. Well, I'm seeing basically three quarters for sure. Um, and the indication is from a couple of the, the folks I read that, that there could be uh, what they call a shock and awe adjustment to, uh, to just 1%. I haven't seen anything over and above that 1% being really touted out there. Um, but I will tell you that the other thing I've read last week, I started seeing articles pop up and we're reading some of them that, that by the end of this year, they're saying inflation and deflation are both things that are big concerns, um, coming into this fourth quarter and ending out 2022. I was starting to see that num that word come out in my tip sheets uh, the, the morning that the producer price index came up, which was not necessarily good news either, kind of disappeared after the PPI came out because uh, basically wholesale inflation continues apace, and that kind of eliminated the deflation question. But down the line, yeah, that's going to become an issue. And if there's one thing that we have learned and been told for years, it's even harder to fix deflation than it is inflation. Well, that, that's right. It really, it is, you know, um, you know, some of the tools are, the tools are different and, um, but it will take, um, it's going to be interesting day this week to see what the Fed does and um, how they guide us through this. And, and, you know, hopefully we don't hit a brick wall. But you're kind of looking at it as being that the uh, seven, that the 75 hundredths of a percent is probably baked in even after the tanking we took last week. I was kind of taking that as maybe maybe even baking in a full percent. Not from what I've seen. Like I said, I, I think that they think that if it does go up 1%, it's the Fed just flexing their muscles and trying to do a little shock and awe and shock people. Um, yeah. Hey, we don't need it anymore. <laughs> We don't need any more shock. So we're sitting on our hands. We're looking at company gossip and company information going back and forth and uh, very little government information coming up. Pretty much it's all reading tea leaves. Again, it was an off day on Friday. 45 minutes before we opened this morning, it looks like we've still got a bad case of the jitters on Wall Street. Philip, where are we going at the moment? Well, it, I will say it has improved slightly, Dave, from uh, when you and I first uh, started speaking this morning. We've got the Dow down about a half a percent, which is it's it's cut its loss almost in half from where it was. It was down getting close to one percent. Uh, the S&P 500 is down about three quarters of a percent. 
Um, I'm sorry. I'm looking at the wrong things. I guess it helps if I get to the right page, Dave. The right page. <laughs> <laughs> oh, me. Let's see here. Where did I go? Sorry. I, I, I was looking at the, um, the returns and uh, trying to get that, that weekly number, and I, I have switched pages. So it has okay. not gotten any better, Dave. It's the same as it was. We're down about uh, uh, almost seven-tenths of a percent on the, on the Dow, down $204 right now. The S&P 500 is down six-tenths, and the NASDAQ 100 is down almost six-tenths this morning. On the that's a little improvement over my delayed quote, so I'll take a little bit of a turn, but it's not the night and day you were talking about. Yeah, exactly. So, hey, hey we got uh, silver. Um, it's pretty steady. I mean, it's down almost a tenth of a percent, not too bad. Gold, though, man, it's down another half a percent. And uh, when I was in training, I didn't look at it very much, but it's down below $1,700 an ounce right now. It's $1,674. Um, mm-hmm. And then we got crude oil down another 2.8% to $82.36 a barrel. Wow. That's good news short term, but the reasoning why it's going down isn't what we had in mind. World markets are kind of responding to us. The Asian rim was all off at the close this morning. Even the Chinese composite was down by over a third of a percent. Europe is a weird one today because British markets are closed for the royal funeral, but both German and French markets are down between a third and a full percent as well halfway through their trading day. Stabilizing one's retirement funds is a real task when the market's going as upsy downsy as it is right now, Philip. How do I find you to get that stability and get my plans back on track? Dave, you know, that's why we really and truly developed the core retirement design. It's one of those things that, you know, it's important that folks know how much risk they have in their current portfolio. And the second thing, they need to know how much risk should they have in their portfolio. Give us a call at 863-382-0037 to discover the answers to those questions and more. And then join us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk 730, 95.3 FM. And if we have a slow news day tomorrow, I'll let you have a moment to rant about FSU not being in the top 25. (laughs) Fair enough? Fair enough. (laughs) Enjoy, Philip. Thank you much. Have a good day. All right, you too. Hey, folks, again, I want to thank you for joining us today. I hope you had a great weekend. And uh, hopefully uh, the markets will, will be better this week than they were last week. Until tomorrow, have a great day. Bye now.